Okay, uh, this is a little perhaps overambitious to try to discuss um, the topic for today, which is Amir al-Akum in 10 minutes. There are some 10-minute halacha topics that are indeed 10-minute halacha topics. Like if you decide to paskin based on our 10-minute cheer, which arm to put your head down for in Tachman, I'm okay with that. I think that's, that's all right. Uh, Amir al-Akum, I guess the point is just to educate you on the broad issues of Amir al-Akum and to know what is an issue and what is not an issue. Why is Amir al-Akum a problem on Shabbos? Why can you not ask a guy to do work for you on Shabbos? So the Rambam writes in Hilcha Shabbos, Parag Aleph, that if you were to allow telling a guy to do, if we were to allow a Jew to tell a guy to do work for him, he will come to disrespect Shabbos. There will be a zilzal of Shabbos. Rashi in Avodazar, Daftaz Vavav and Aleph, Dibar Maschal Kevan, writes that telling a guy to do malacha for you is part of the Isser of Mimsel Cheftzucha Vidabar Davar. That Dibur Asr, that you're not allowed to speak Divrei Chol. So speaking malacha talk on Shabbos in a very practical way, such as do this malacha for me, is a problem of Dibur Asr. That's speaking about uh, forbidden activities on Shabbos, that's the, the problem. Rashi in Shabbos and Daf Kufchaf Aleph, um, actually, uh, yeah, and also in Rashi and Shabbos Tav Kufman Gimlamid Aleph writes that the Isra of Amir Laakum relates to a third problem, not Zilzal Shabbos, not Mimsal Chavzchav Dabar Davar, but Shlucha Shaladim Kamosa, that it's a din Shlichus, that just as Shlucha Shaladim Kamosa works for you to send someone to be Makadish Nisha for you or to do any other, uh, many other issues in, in Halacha for you, Shlucha Shaladim Kamosa works when it comes to Melacha Shabbos. I normally a guy doesn't have shlichus. We assume that a guy is not included in the parsha of shlichus. Yesh shlichus la akum lechumra. So that's the uh, so perhaps the, it, it's a din of shlichus that it's considered as if on some level you're doing melacha. Those are the reasons that it's awesome. Now it's important in amir la akum to know that there are two basic types of amir la akum. First, there's the amir la akum where you instruct the guy what to do. That you cannot tell a guy, here is meat, cook it for yourself. Even if you're telling him to do it for himself. But the Ramah says there will be mutter to tell a guy, to, the Ramah thinks it's mutter to tell a guy to do a malacha for himself, as long as you don't provide him with the wherewithal to do the malacha. Meaning, even if the Jew gets no benefit from the malacha, it may spe- still be a problem of Amir La'akum if you're providing him with, uh, with the wherewithal to do the malacha. So, for instance, you can't tell a guy, take my lawnmower and mow your lawn. But you can tell him, mow your lawn, and mow, your, mow your lawn already. It's growing, oh, you know, you're my neighbor, whatever. And I, just mow your lawn. So you're not giving him the wherewithal to do it. That you're allowed to tell him. So when, but when, when a Jew receives any benefit from it, it's obviously it's also to tell a guy to do the work, even if you don't have the, 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 if you don't provide him with the ability to do it. So basically, first type, when you tell him what to do. If you are telling him what to do, you are not allowed to get any benefit from that. Um, even if you're not providing him with any of the material with which to do it. Second type, second issue of Amir La'akum is benefiting from a malacha that a non-Jew did, regardless of whether you told him or not. Shulchanar Chansim Reishai and Vav Sifal of Paskins, that you're not allowed to benefit from malacha done by a guy, even if it wasn't done for you. Meaning, the purpose of this is that it would take away any motivation to violate Amir al-Akum because once Chazal say that if you ask a guy to do something and he does it for you, you're not allowed to get any anah from it. So why in the world would I ever want to ask a guy to do something for me? I'm never going to be allowed to do it anyway. I'm not going to be allowed to use anything from it anyway. So I'm going to tell him, turn on a light for me. And then I'm going to go ask my rabbi, by the way, the guy turned on a light for me. So uh, can I enjoy it? And the rabbi will say, no, you can't, you can't be in that room. So why would I ever want to tell a guy to turn on a light for me? But this Isra applies only to direct benefit. This is where it comes, becomes crucial. 
that iser of benefiting from a malacha is only when it's direct benefit. The light is on, I therefore enjoy the light. He cooked something for me, he cooked water for me, I therefore enjoy the hot water. But let's say it's indirect benefit. It's the absence of light. He removed the light, or as we would call it, shut off a light, or he, which was impeding my sleep. So it's not that he gave me hanad. We assume darkness is not an entity, which is interesting in the halacha. Darkness is the absence of light. So he, he removed something that was in my way a little bit. So, or let's say additional benefit, that there was light here and he just made it a little bit brighter. That's not called real tangible benefit. So that, this, this second Isra wouldn't apply to. The Isra of getting Hanaf from Malacha that was done wouldn't apply to, to uh, indirect benefit. So uh, let's say if a guy added more light to an already lit room and then the original light went out, uh, or let's say it was sunny outside originally when the guy turned on the light. So there was plenty of light in the room, but then the sun went down. So there's a major machlok saposkim if you're allowed to continue to get benefit. That's an interesting discussion in poskim. But okay, that's uh, the Arachashulchan and Paskin's Lakula, others Paskin Lechumra, the Biralacha, Paskin's Lechumra. That's a separate issue. Now, Shulchanach Paskins that in Simresha involved that if the guy did the malacha for himself, completely for himself, then it's mutter for you to get benefit. The Isra being Nana from the malacha is, uh, goes away. If he did it for both you and him, then the Mishabur is Machmir. In Biralacha, he seems to say that, though, that, that, that if you're Mekel in that, in that Shaila, you have what to be Samechan. Again, but we're knowing to be Machmir Lechadchila. The Shmir Shabbos Kehilchasa Paskins that if he did a malacha for himself, you could tell him not to undo it. Let's say a guy walks into the room and they want the light on. So the housekeeper walks into the room because she needs to find something. So she turns on the light and you're like, yes, I wanted the light on in that room. And she's about to leave, so she's about to shut off the light. You are allowed to tell her, don't do that. Just leave it. Because then, you, and then you're allowed to use the light because she went in and she turned it on for herself. You never instructed her. Remember, two isurim. One is sort of giving the instruction. The second is sort of getting the hana'a. If you avoided the isra of giving the instruction because she did it on her own, and you're avoiding the isra of getting that no because she did it for herself, so then you're fine. You can tell her, don't shut it off. Um, if there's a concern that the guy will do additional malacha next time, if the Jew gets hana now, let's say uh, the guy cooks water for themselves or uh, turned on the lights and then they see that the Jew is, uh, is enjoying it, then the Chayyadim writes, you should, st- you should avoid it. So next time the guy comes into that room, he's going to say, oh, I should really make it nice and bright in here. I only need a little bit of light to go get what I need for a second, but I'm going to make it really good. I'm going to make it nice and bright, and I'm going to turn on all the lights because I know that my boss is going to want to be here afterwards and is likely to use it. So if that's a concern, if that's a legitimate concern, the Chayyadim recommends not being nana at all. Um, there is also a difference between Malacha Darais and Malacha Darabanan. Generally speaking, both are Asr. There's just one major difference. <coughs> Malacha Darais is Asr for any Jew to benefit from, whereas Malacha Darabanan is only Asr for the Jew for whom it was done to benefit from. So if the guy did a Malacha Daraisa for me, no Jew is allowed to get benefit from it. If the guy did a Malacha Darabanan for me, other Jews are allowed to get benefit from it. Now, what about hinting? Well, one thing we always grew up with is like we always thought, we were under the impression that you can go to a guy and say, I wish I was allowed to turn on the light on Shabbos, but I'm really not, and it's so dark in here, and I wish I could read. And, you know, and they, they know, okay, sometimes they're a little 
not so smart. But so, the, one, the ones that, you know, they pick it up. Okay, you want me to turn on the light? And it's the last. Do you want me to turn on the light for you? So what is, does that make anything okay? So it all goes back to those two Yisurim. You got to think back to those two Yisurim. There's the Isur to ask them to do any Malacha for you. And there's the Isur to benefit from the Malacha. So hinting comes in two forms. There's Remiza Bederach Tzivoy and Remiza Shalom Bederach Tzivoy. It's Asr to hint to a guy to do Malacha for you when you mention that you want help, that you're asking them for help. The lights are on. Can you help me out? Right? I, I want to go to sleep. Can you help me out? Asking them for help, that's... Uh, that's Ramiza B'derech Tzivoy. That's Aser. It's Machlok Saposkim. If mentioning the Malacha is automatically included in that category. To say, I can't turn off the light because it's Shabbos. I never asked them for help. I just told them, I can't do it because it's Shabbos. But I said what I can't do. I said the Malacha of turning off the light. That's a Machlok Saposkim. Rav Yashav is Machmir. Rav Shlomo Zalman is Meikil. But saying that whoever... You know, but the Chayadim adds that gestures are also included in this category. Um, meaning... Uh, the, the, the housekeeper only speaks Spanish. I only speak English. I don't even know how to say, please turn on the light. So I go, you know, I just like flip my arm in, a, in an upward motion. That's, that's the same as mentioning the malacha because that's the language, that's our common language. That's the language that we're speaking. So is there ever any time that you're allowed to do remiza b'derech sivoy where you mention the malacha or you mention that you need help? The mechaber in Shin, in shin Zion Sivbez in the Mishbur over there says that you could do remiza b'derech sivoy before Shabbos to tell a guy what to do on Shabbos. Meaning you can say, I'm not going to be able to turn the lights on tomorrow. Can you help me out? Now, that's, that you're allowed to do b'remiza. You're not allowed to do that to ask Beferish, but you're allowed to do that Beremiza. So you can't explicitly ask a guy before Shabbos do something for you on Shabbos. But Beremiza, even B'derech Tzivoy, you're allowed. You're allowed to ask. Similarly, you're allowed to ask him on Shabbos do something after Shabbos with a Remiza B'derech Tzivoy, but you're not allowed to ask directly. If it's on Shabbos, you're not allowed to say, oh, tomorrow, make sure you shut off the lights. No, yeah, it has to be Remiza B'derech Tzivoy. Now, the Remiza Shlo B'derech so we just want to make sure I get this, Remiza Shlo B'derech Tzivoy is a little more, we're a little more makel with. Remiza Shlo is, goes back to our two Yisurim. There's the Yisur of instructing a guy, and there's the Yisur of benefiting. So if you hint Shalom B'derech Tzivoy, you're not instructing, you're not asking them to do anything. You never say, I want you to do something for me, nor do you mention the Malacha. <coughs> so then you're allowed to do that if it's something that you're not going to get Asr benefit from. What's Asr benefit? Any benefit that's positive <coughs> to you. But we said removing something that's in your way is a mutter kind of benefit. So if you avoid both these surim, you do a remiza shalobaderuch sivoy, that takes away the problem of asking the guy, of instructing the guy, which is asir. That takes away that problem. And they're turning off the light. So you're not benefiting from malacha, you're, getting, you're, you're benefiting from them removing an impediment to whatever you're trying to do. That would be mutter. So remiza shalobaderuch sivoy, to turn off the light, or to turn off a stove that's burning, or something like that, uh, that would be mutter. So if it's not working, very often what will happen, like you'll say, Ramiz is hard, because you can't say what you want them to do, nor can you say, I want you to help. So you have to really speak in, you know, in, in, in Ramazim. It's so light in here. Things like, so the guy, after a while, will say, why do you keep saying that? Do you want me to shut off the light? So you might say, okay, so now I can say yes. There's nothing wrong with the word yes. There is something wrong with the word yes, because the word yes in that context means... Yes, I want you to shut off the light. And that mainly becomes Remiza, the Derek Sivoy. So 
So it's very, very limited when we're actually allowed to use Ramiza. And it's important to be familiar with the halachos of Ramiza if, uh, if we're actually going to use it. You should know there is a concept of shvus to shvus when you're asking the guy to do an Isid Rabbanon, B'makam Hefzid Gadol, or Mekel and shvus to shvus, B'makam Mitzvah, B'makam Tsar Gadol, if someone is ill, uh, things like that. So there are several exceptions, but these are the basic klalim of Amir La'akum to be familiar with. Thank you.